This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. From CBS News, this is The Takeout with Major Garrett. Welcome to your Tuesday Takeout Outtake Especial. I'm Major Garrett. We're at MXDC continuing our conversation with the Director of Legislative Affairs of the White House. His name is Eric Eulin. Eric, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Major. I want to ask you a kind of a question that some Republicans ask themselves and they ask people who work for the president. How could you do it? How could you not do this? Okay. How could you not step forward and serve on behalf of this president and the agenda he outlined for the American people at this unique moment in our history? I think that the privilege of working for the presidency is always extant, but the privilege of working for this president and his agenda is a unique opportunity that nobody should have passed up as the president ran and ultimately won both the nomination and then the general election. You know I'm not being provocative. That is something Republicans in this city talk about. You may have had that conversation yourself, not before a microphone in front of cameras, but some Republicans find him or his methods or his rhetoric so troubling, maybe in some minds borderline offensive, that they can't imagine working for him. How do you process that? Well. I and, can't had, put, and I'm giving you an opportunity to speak to them right now. Uh, I can't put myself Not in the shoes. Not that you asked for it. Yeah, exactly. Now's the time for me to go, right? <laughs> Look, I can't put myself in the shoes of any other Republicans who might have those reservations or with whom you've discussed this issue before. I can say with confidence that the agenda the president has laid out and the priorities that he's identified have been proved out by significant results. Let's take the economy, for example. Significant, sustained, long-term growth, the lowest unemployment, not just overall, but every significant cohort, in some cases, recorded history. The opportunity for job creation and, and um, the elimination of job stagnation, wage stagnation, has been significant. We've had the ability to restore and revivify the middle class and allow them the opportunity to not just stabilize their finances, but take advantage of a roaring economy. We've addressed questions of crime to make communities safer uh, and make families and neighborhoods uh, much better. We have innovated in very pioneering ways, policies designed not just to lift up all Americans, but to deal with very significant groups of Americans who have been left behind uh, with policies of the last 30 or 40 years. The president has also stepped forward very significantly in the international arena to put America's national interest first 
in both bilateral and multilateral fora. That has caused significant discomfort on yes. the world scene because it's been many years since the United States president and his administration have worked in that uh, frame right. in order to make sure that America's priorities are stepped are, are stood for first and reflected in our bilateral relationships. As but I, he's having results there, too. As I hear you talking, I almost think I hear you saying he's the Republican Republican party didn't even know it was neat it was waiting for but has arrived correct absolutely i think that is he more conservative than you expected i think the president has a with traditional labels a combination of he sort of defies traditional labels doesn't he that's correct because he is in many respects having worked in the private sector and taken uh, interest in politics for as long as he has you know his first interview um, was political in nature, even though it was with Rona Barrett. Um, he has focused like a laser beam repeatedly on significant priorities as he's worked to understand the logical underpinnings of why there are certain syst- systemic failures to address and the best ways to address them. And he's put a lot of creativity on the table. He's challenged us to be creative in response. He's created an awesome fusion of success. And you see over and over and over again in the results really significant accomplishments for this this administration. Because, as I said, you worked in the Senate for many, many years. You've watched a lot of, you've worked for a lot of Senate Republicans. You've watched senators of both parties. Is there something unique about this president that gives him, from your perspective, a different ability because he hasn't spent his life in politics? Absolutely. And has that surprised you? Has that given you an eye? Has he asked you a question or engaged with you in a way that's like, wait a minute, I don't hear that. I've never heard that before. And yet there's something about it that clicks with you. Pretty much every day, Major. Listen, here's a president, a national leader who has not been part of the political apparatus, the machinery for years or decades. So he comes to it without all that encumbrance and all that automatic reaction, enculturated reaction to, oh, there's this, that's usually how you're supposed to do that. He's fresh, but he's not always fragrant. Well, I think he's fresh and fragrant, and I think he would tell you that, as you well know, having talked with him directly. (laughs) He would. (laughs) Absolutely. So (laughs) he might question your scent choices right now, but nevertheless, look, as you know. By that I mean... There, are, there is an endless conversation in Washington about him breaking norms, breaking established boundaries of rhetoric and but activity. But once those were not norms, once, you, once, once there was a president who was plain spoken, told the American people the truth, and official Washington reacted in horror because they could not understand this president. His name was Harry Truman, one of the greatest presidents of the 20th century. But a city and a country acculturated to 12 years of President Roosevelt's leadership was flabbergasted to discover and then ultimately come to grips with Harry Truman. I think over time, as the American public and American history unfolds, and people, certainly with perspective, have the opportunity to understand how significant this president and his leadership and his policies were they will come to appreciate in ways that they don't understand today the accomplishments and the leadership of the president in this day and age. More like Harry Truman than Andrew Jackson. There are many different models that you could point to to see pieces of how President Trump operates every every day in multiplicity of ways. 
but he's his own man. And so, but a modern much, construct, a useful po- one, would be Harry well, Truman. As much as, especially as much, a contrast much to as FDR. taking the previous forty-four and seeing what aspects of the previous forty-four's leadership Meaning style President Obama, might, right. might apply. No, all the way back to oh, Washington. All, all the ones. Might, might apply because we do that all the time to every president. Might apply to President Trump. You could also look at President Trump and back formate all the way to George Washington and see how different things that the president does today might be reflected in the history of various presidents who have come before him. Has there ever been a conversation or a suggestion from the president in your direction that's made you wince? Could you repeat the question? Has there ever been a suggestion put in your direction, in your job, by President Trump that's made you wince? No, absolutely not. So when you look at him and you hear him and you see him hold these powers, you have full confidence in his ability and his understanding of the institution of the presidency and its role in the American democracy. Major, you know as well as I do that the president is much more intelligent than anybody ever gives him credit for. The president is incredibly engaged. The president fully and robustly understands the powers of his office the dignity of the responsibilities he holds. And while people jump to quick conclusions about the president as he works through issues, speaks on a regular basis, reacts directly to uh, what people ask him, uh, he knows that he's the president of the United States and that part of the value he brings to the office is this fresh approach, this direct conversation, this quick reaction, that for better or for worse, Washington has not seen in many decades. And for those who feel deeply troubled by that, you would tell them what? Sorry, it's a little noisy. Uh, for those who feel deeply troubled by that, you would tell them what? You're too sensitive or you just need to give him a chance? No, I wouldn't say that. What I'd say is the president is one of the most gracious men I've ever met. The president is one of the most solicitous leaders I've ever met, and I'm not taking anything away from my previous bosses. The president is one of the most perceptive men I've ever met. The president is very one of the most caring men I've ever met. It is hard to appreciate the huge gap between the public perception of the man and how he operates and the reality of a president who always pulls out a chair for a woman and seats her at the table, who ensures that every individual who is visiting with him or meeting with him has a drink in their hand as they go about their business, who picks up the phone as soon as he hears about a problem and a personal trouble for an individual, gets him or her on the line to sympathize, to solicit, what do you need? How can I be helpful? Where can we go? What can we do? who even in moments of great stress is making sure that, are you okay? Look, I wanna make sure that you're at the front of the line or can you come and be in this picture with me? I've seen this over and over and over again. It's not anything seen or, or discussed in public, but for those who are a close student of the presidency writ large, 
they find many examples to be very impressed about with this president and this presidency. Let me give you our three threshold questions that every single guest of the takeout has been asked yeah. and answered. Oh. They're easy. They're easy. I know. Very fun and games. Hopefully I can ace this quiz. Yes, you are. Most influential book in your life, all-time favorite movie, and you're on a long flight or a long drive. What kind of music, artist, or genre are you most likely to listen to? So you'll probably find me listening to a lot of new wave from the late 70s and early 80s. Give me a name. Give you a name? Yeah. Well, the entire suite from the most obscure uh, and in some cases ska influence to some of the most popular. So obviously you have this British invasion in the late 70s and early 80s. So I find that very entertaining. So that's my current passion. Cool. Movie? So movie can range uh, across a wide variety of genres. Uh, I've, I'm enjoying recently. One way to think about it, you're flipping through the cable or whatever, and you right. see it even no matter where you are, so, middle, end, you'll stop. Right. So I'll stop and watch the original King Kong. Or the Sunset. original King Kong. Yeah, the so Fay Ray King Kong. With all the old material removed, reinserted, because I really get a kick out of stop motion animation. Okay, just kidding. Uh, Sunset Boulevard. I mean, Great movie. AMC, TCM. That's where you could usually grab me. And, you know, PBS on a Saturday night. Very good. Most influential book? Most influential book. I would say between, uh, I would say Caro's series on, on LB Johnson. Yeah. LBJ. It's been mentioned but many times on this the show. The Power Broker as well. So, um, obviously. Is that the, a Robert Moses biography? Yes. Yes. So, all about New York City. The, the history, yes. The history, the biography is fascinating to me. I love the footnotes or the endnotes. But I also very much enjoy the craft. I enjoy the artistry of his writing. I enjoy how he frames a story before he takes it to that key point. I love the perceptiveness of his insights. I'm very impressed by his research, he and his wife, how they've gone about conducting research for nearly 50 years now. I was an American history major in college. I'm a failed American history major, but one of the best courses I ever uh, ever studied was research. And so the artistry of the craft of research in order to bring these stories, these facts forward, is really fascinating to me. Eric Eulen, Director of White House Legislative Affairs, our special guest. Eric, it's been a pleasure. I thank you very much. Thank you, Major. Really we'll much see you appreciate next week, it. folks. New episodes of The Takeout are available Friday mornings wherever you get your podcasts. The Takeout is produced by Arden Farrett, Jamie Benson, Sarah Cook, and Ellie Watson. CBSN production by Eric Susanen and Grace Seegers. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Takeout Podcast. That's at Takeout Podcast. And for more, visit TakeoutPodcast.com. The Takeout is a production of CBS News Radio. They don't make movies like they used to. Is that right? What a difference. If you like the takeout, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Some puzzles are hard to solve. Others are hard to prove. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. 
access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.